L'chaim. The way it goes is like this. Today, like every day, we're going to examine a little bit of the life and times, or not even the life and times, we're going to look at, look at the um, lessons that we could learn from the chassidim that are associated with this day. And today, Baruch Hashem, Chav Gimel Shvat, we have, um, we have a connection, and New Haven has a connection. How does New Haven have a connection, as far as I understand? New Haven has a connection because New Haven, the Shliach of New Haven is, is Harav, is Harav Hecht, Harav Shia Hecht. The Mashpia of New Haven is Rabbi Bar Shalom Hakoyhin. But the Shliach, the Shliach of New Haven is, is Harav Shia Hecht, who's the son of Rav Moshe Yitzchok Hecht. So if I have this correct, Rabbi Shia Hecht, is married to a uh, Rebetzin named uh, Blumahecht. Whatever, first names are not Negei over here. We're not into this. This is what we, she's married to. She's married to a, a woman who's named Alperovich. This Alperovich, as far as I understand, her father's name was Sholem Ber Alperovich. And her father's name was Chaim Moshe Alperovich, who's your side is today. Chaim Moshe Alperovich. And here's a picture of him, Chaim Moshe Alperovich. Chaimish Alperovich, um, is, it goes into a very short list of people who uh, had a status amongst the Bachrim, amongst the Tmimim of Lubavitch, as, um, as being a Bainan, as being a Bainani. So over here I copied a few. Um, few things that I was able to find, Baruch Hashem, that these things are put out, made available to the public. So here we have that. The first thing, just to show you what I'm dealing with. We have here the Chabadopedia page, which is always the, always the place to start. And from there, the Chabadopedia puts all the, all the links that they could get. And then they get. Sometimes this is because our computer doesn't catch so much. So we have over here um, something, a tshura that's called the Tomim B'chol Masov. So we're going to go to the part that I, uh, that I already looked up. These are memories that were collected from various chassidim. It was also put out by a, by a tshura, by a chassidim. So let's, uh, let me choose, let me choose uh, a few things to share with you about this chassid and things that he taught and things that he, it's not so much taught. You have to realize something, when it comes to a, when it comes to a chassid, when it comes to a chassid shayid, a chassid shayid doesn't teach. As a teacher teaches, a chassid he emanates. You understand? Like we were speaking yesterday, there's a difference in chassidus between oyer and shefa. Shefa is a kind of is a kind of transmission, which is now obviously necessary. Where the the giver of the transmission, the teacher, or the mashpia, is misasik to give the invests himself up from David to give the information over. Hopefully that it reaches the minds and the hearts of the people. Then there's another what? That's Shefa. Oyer, on the other hand, Oyer is like the Moshul of Oyer. The reason why we refer to this as Oyer is because we could relate to it in terms of what we see with the Oyer Hashemesh. The, the sun does not work to give off light. The sun is a illuminating force. The sun is a ball of fire or a ball of gases, whatever you want to call it. As a result of the sun's uh, mahus, the sun's metzias, it emanates light. 
The light that comes out of the sun goes everywhere. It doesn't distinguish, it doesn't differentiate. And uh, even sometimes the, 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 the sun is not making a cheshbin as to who is capable of receiving the light that comes from the sun. And this goes for light b'chalal. And this is why the word oyer is used in chassidus to explain the concept of a kind of ashpah that comes either from the eibishter or comes from the person in a way where it's, it's the, it, you, you, you could say, inside the eibishter it's called oyer asayli. It's the Eibishter's, it's the Eibishter's, it's the Gili of the Eibishter, Mitzad the Eibishter, on Hashem's turn. Therefore, generally speaking, the, 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 the Nivroim are not preview, they're not able to, to be coiled and to absorb and to even sometimes recognize that it's there. The same thing goes with, with the Rabbi, the same thing goes with the person. But by a person, and even by even Baruchli, you have to realize, oh, so the, the way it works with a person is that you see, a, there's, there's a hashpo where a person speaks to somebody and he tries to impress upon somebody something and he wants to teach somebody a piece of information, he wants to guide them. And then there's, this, then there's the influence, the hashpo that goes from one person to another or the hashpo that goes from one person to an environment that happens as a result of the person's mitzis, as a result of the person's, as their person's persona, as you could say, right? The person gives off a certain energy, the person gives off a certain kayak, the person gives off a certain vibe. The person is not intending to direct and instruct and to inform the surroundings or the people to, in a certain in a certain cave, in a certain direction. But that's the way the Ibishter made it, is that we are influenced on different levels. We're influenced by things that were that were taught, that were told. And Dirachakov, you realize something interesting, is that where do you think the greater koyach of influence lies? In the things that are shefa or the things that are earned? So on one hand, there's, a, there's obviously a one would say the conventional answer would be is that it's or, that it's shefa because it's coming it's coming from it's coming directly to you it's intended for you it's tailor made for you but the truth is the way the Abishter made it is that a lot of times when things are being directed towards us they're actually also they 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 they, they could they could elicit our resistance we could put up a resistance to the to the material to the information that's coming toward us or that we we kind of we kind of measure and we judge it and we, we, we don't we don't allow it necessarily to be processed the way it's supposed to be. Right. So when it's not, since that we're not being since especially when it comes to children and when it comes to teenagers, because everyone is kind of on the on the defensive. This, we have a certain sense of defensiveness to us about what we're allowing to come inside of us, what we're not what we're gonna be influenced by, what we're not gonna be influenced by, what's gonna what we're what we're gonna allow to change us, what we're not gonna allow to change us, all these kind of things. When it comes to Shefa Shefa is a kind of oil that it kind of overrides those resistances. Therefore, it doesn't happen, it, it can happen over time. What? Oil, oil, I'm sorry. Oil is a, is a kind of influence, it's a kind of impact that functions in a way where the recipient is not threatened and is not on the defensive in response, in reaction to it, because it's not something that's being directed to that person. So therefore, the, the, the impact could be much greater. The impact could be much more profound, but it's something that doesn't necessarily happen as quick. So here you have, maybe you could say in this way that Ur and Shefa can go into the category of what the Alter Rebbe says in the, in the Sharblat, the Derech Arucho Ktsorov, the Derech Ktsorov Arucho, right? And we know what, which, what, is the Alter Rebbe, what is the Alter Rebbe setting out to do with Tanya? which is the Indian of Oren. Even though Tanya is obviously Shefa as well. Al-Kupanim, so Chassidim, what? 
the way it gives light is what we're using chassidus as a marshal. Of course it was there to give light, but its function, its mode of light coming from it, again, we're using light itself as a metaphor to have spawn. Hashbal can happen in many different ways. Hashbal happens when someone gives someone something physical. Hashbal happens when someone speaks to someone. So the word oyer is really just being is really being is really being borrowed over here to 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 express an idea, to express a concept of hashbal that's coming from an alien to a tachtig. There's no question. Atravet shefa intent the 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 despite the intention of the person from whom the shefa is coming. But the kavona of the shefa, in other words, there's what I want, what the mashpia, or what the alien wants to do, um, in, 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 terms of, in terms of affecting the tahtun. And then there's what actually happens, right? So there's a distinction between the two things. Um, these, the, the, a classic example of this is different scenes that the Friedrich Rebbe explains in Lubavitch or in different shtetlach where you had chassidim that were sitting in the shul or sitting in the cheder sheni, in the chabadnitza. And they would daven there for hours. And they would get lost in their davening. And they would daven with, with nigun. And they would daven with fervor. And they would daven with excitement. And you would have the, you would have the people who walked into the shul. That they, they were completely unaware of their presence in the shul. And there's people that used to come in from the marketplace. And there's this famous, I don't know, I forgot the name of this famous, this butcher, this, the, the butcher who comes in and he sits down next to the person who's davening, or he sits within the proximity of the person who's davening, and he's sitting there, and he's, you know, he's, he's had his hands dirty with the flesh and with the salami and with the bologna, and he's sitting there and he's listening to this, and the person is davening, the chassid is davening. Right, I think this is said about Rav Hendel. Chassid davening, he's immersed in a different place, and he's sitting there and he's crying. The butcher is crying in the middle of the day, he's crying, what's he crying about? Nobody's talking to him. He's crying because he's, he's engulfed in this hashpah. He's engulfed in this, in this oil. And, and, and to, the way the story goes, to, 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 um, to express it to, in, in the language of the, of the butcher, the butcher said, Oh, oh, what? In the Russian, he said in Yiddish, Farazad davenen, In the butcher language, in Yiddish, azaitl means a half a cow, if I understand. You know, you ever seen the cows cut in half? He says, for such a davening, that would give away half a cow. In the butcher's language, that means he's giving away a whole nab. Half a cow. Well, what do you have over there? You have over there this example of a oil and the impact that it makes. When the butcher to davens tomorrow, the butcher is going to have, the, he's going to be under the influence of Handel's davening. But Handel never spoke to him. Handel didn't even know he's there. So today, um, so I told you, so this is a chassid, this is a, Nebchai Meisha. Nebchai who was born in Tofresh Nuntes in Ranat. We're very excited about people born in Ranat, Hemshech Ranat, and uh, passed away to, and today, Chav Gimel Shvat in Tofshin Lamed Zayin. Tofshin Lamed Zayin is a well into the Rebbe's Nesiyas. It was a Talmud of Taymich Etzmim Lubavitch. Later he became, he was a Mashpia in Ramat Gan. If you remember, if I spoke a little about the scene of Ramat Gan, Ramadan is in Tel Aviv, and she's throw the the clip of it. If you if, if you know, like they speak about the golden age of 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 of, um, of Tzvas. It's a short period of time, relatively, where you had over there. Imagine in one concentrated area in Tzvas, Noch, 
where you had the, you have the Arizal, the Arizal was there for a very short time, the Arizal Mamish was there maybe even for, not even for two years, I think. So the whole Arizal and Tzvass isn't, because when you're, when you're in Arizal, you don't have to be somewhere for too long in order for you to be there. Where's that? Uncle Pari, also Tzvass is Arizal, to go spin. Beast of Cairo, Mishem, there's what? Rechaim, I don't know if he was in spot. Rechaim didn't make it. Rechaim, I don't know what Um, what? Rechaim Vital, of course. Rechaim Vital is a different story. Where he was, no, the Alshech, famous Alshech, others. So the same thing in this in this period of Ramad Gan, I think in like in in the Tovshin, in the Tovshins, in the 1940s, it was going on over there with the Hasidim. Yab Zalm you have Ramesh Gari, you have Nochum uh, Goldschmidt, you have the, uh, I guess, uh, this, I, don't know what, I don't know what year everyone showed up. Unbelievable. So we're going to say, we're going to say a few things that, that were recorded memories about Reb Chaim Meisha. So I have to remember, Reb Chaim Meisha, as Reb Yael Khan, puts him in this way. He says, Reb Chaim Meisha was a yid of truth. A yid of absolute um, sincerity. He wasn't part of the, he wasn't in the category of Hasidim, Mendel. He wasn't in the category of Hasidim that could be categorized. He wasn't in the category of Hasidim that could be categorized as he was a Maskil, he was an Avid. He was, uh, he was a man of truth, Spetachlis. You want to know the MS? Emes means it's not a gedder. It's not a gedder that he's in this sug, he's in that sug, this variety, that variety. And uh, one of the, ex maybe perhaps the most important expression of that Emes is that everything, that's, that everything that he learned in Chassidus, everything, every concept of Chassidus became his mode of operation, became his pshitus. That was his, that was that was bepashtus. Like we say in Chassidus, elikus bepshitus be bishachus. So we'll start, with a, we'll start with an anecdote that describes this simplicity, this sincerity, this tmimos in the most, in the most purest of way. So Rabbi Yehiel is saying the story, okay, just so you realize what's going on. And he's saying a story that's taking place in Tel Aviv. It's happening on Shavuot, it's happening on Sukkis. Sukkis was Mansim Chaseinu. And there's Fabrengen, Simchas Beis Sheva. And there's Fabringen that's going on, and uh, the Fabringen, there was these two, two elder chassidim that, uh, that were leading the Fabringen, or that, were jo that had joined in the Fabringen, so it seems like the Fabringen was being led by the Chaim Moshe Alperovich, and another chassid, whose name was Chaim Yosef Rosenblum, speaking about a different time, was also there, and they were speaking a lot, a lot of, they were speaking long hours, and the main subject of their conversation the main subject, not the conversation, the main subject of Fabringen was based on a word that he heard from his mashpia. It was known as the Greinim, keep mentioning over here. The word that he heard from Greinim is about this, we know, we know this very well. This is pre-Simchas Beis HaShoeva days. Pre-dancing uh, on the street, Simchas Beis HaShoeva um, reality that happened. So they're speaking, Greinim spoke about Simchas Beis HaShoeva that at, during that time, that there's a simcha that's so intense, it's, such, it's, 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 it's an extraordinary level of, of, of elikus that's revealed through simcha. And so this is one of the things to, to go speak about to the, the opposite, we spoke about the past days about the, the effects of depression. Simcha is the, is the antidote because simcha is not just, okay, I'm happy. 
Simcha is a vehicle. Simcha is an, is a door opener. It's a it's a it's a uh, we'll call it it's a it's a it's a pipe declogger. You know, it's it's like like it's uh, like the the Drano thing that that brings forth a person's a person to a state of uh, of Gilea Likus and a person's state of clarity. That's why Simcha is really something that really belongs and deserves to be in that category of fake it till you make it. Most times what happens, a person says, I'm not happy. Why am I not happy? I don't feel happy. So make believe you feel happy. That's really, the real gather of fake it till you make it um, really belongs in Simcha. Just be happy. Pretend to be happy. Pretend to be happy. It will bring along, first of all, it, forget, about the, forget about the logic. Forget about explaining the, the rationale and the logic. Don't get stuck on the, oh, you don't say, why should I be happy? You don't feel happy. Don't why, don't why yourself. Be happy. Questions to follow or never. So they're speaking about Simcha and um, as the Fabrengans, to show you guys about how Fabrengans went, as the Fabrengans used to go, this vort was repeated all night. All night it was repeated. This was the tradition of the Fabrengans. He said a vort and he repeated the vort again and again and again. Eingewurzel the Indian. He said, one the kudu. There's even Fabrengans that you hear about the Elton Chassidim, but the, the Fabrengans was sitting down and they sang a nigan, and then they waited for him to speak and he didn't speak. Another nigan, another nigan, another nigan. Right, after, three, after five hours of singing the then maybe he said three words. <laughs> Today we're spoiled, we're spoiled by these things. Today we're spoiled, so we have the same expectations. It always has to be news, news, news update. It's the same thing that goes on in the world. The same way today, today the news cycle is much faster than it ever was in the history of news cycles. It used to be that the news cycle was that, okay, every day you get a newspaper. So if you finish today's newspaper, you have to wait till tomorrow's newspaper. Today, refresh, 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 right? Every five seconds, every five seconds is an update, what happened, where it went. So that same Nakuda that happens in the veil is by us also. You need a new refresh, refresh. You need a new, new information, new idea. What's, where are you going with the new idea? You took care of the old idea. You implemented it. You acquired it. You made it yours. You made it. You, you made it part of yourself. No, it's malay, 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 malay. Uncle Potter said they were fabrenging. So the fabrenging was going on. It lasted. Went went late. And uh, Reb Chaim Yosef Rosenblum, the other chassid, who was sitting by the fabrenging, he was uh, getting up to go. You know, you can see he's getting himself ready. He's getting up to go. And uh, Reb Chaim Moshe, Reb Chaim Moshe noticed this, and Reb Chaim Moshe said, "Well, for who goes to? Why are you going? Where are you going?" So he said, it's very late, and it's very late, I have a headache. So Reb Chaim said, you're making a mistake. You're making a mistake? And he explained why he's making a mistake. He said, if someone came to you and gave you a chance to make an investment, uh, a business investment, a business venture, well, you'll have to, you'll have to invest, let's say a few hundred or even a few thousand skullings. And in return, you're going to make million dollar profit, million shekel profit. He says, would you think twice about doing it? If you had this, if you had this, if you had this proposal for to make a business investment like this, would you, would you, would you, would you think twice? Of course, for a few hundred or even a few thousand shekels to get a million shekel in return, of course you do it. Obviously, you have to see if it's logical, if it makes sense, or it's, just, it's a scam. But if you if you're getting a guarantee like this, of course you would do it. Bigashmus. He says. Over there, you would be willing to do it without a doubt. In this case, sitting by the Fabrengen, 
where you're being guaranteed, says the Chaim Moshe, you're being guaranteed to have total revenue, total profit, Beruchlius. You call it Revach Noki. You're going to have complete Harvacha. You're getting up and leaving. The point, the, the, the point of the story, actually, I didn't say yet. The point of the story is actually the next part. What? Alperovich. This is uh, Mrs. Hecht's grandfather from, from Mrs. Rebetzin Hecht. So Rabbi Yoel is saying the, the point of the story is, is, is the perspective of, of the Bachrim that were sitting there. So Rabbi Yoel says we were sitting there as Bachrim and we, we started to chuckle. We started to laugh. Why were we laughing? We were laughing because of the simplicity, the sincerity of what he said, the way he said it. But you're getting on Fabring. How could you leave Fabringen? Says you, you, know, you, you know what you're missing out. You know what you're losing when you go to Fabringen. Imagine you had an investment. You're the whole brush with the investment, the dust, the mice. And here you're living. You get for a headache. For a headache. You're, you're, you're willing to give off the, the, whole, the whole profit of the, of the Ruchli sticker benefit of the Fabringen. So we were laughing because of how sincere he was. But the way it appeared, as it, always, as it always is, the way it appeared is that we were laughing at him. So in response to us laughing, he turned to us and says, we was... He says, why, why was Lachstu? Again, he, in thinking that they were laughing at him, he says, was Lachstu? He says, and again, this is pointing, that, pointing out Avremel that the, the, how there was, what it said in Chassidus was emes lamito. It wasn't like, oh, we all operate in this way. It says in the books one thing, and then we live, life is different. We all operate in that way. The Svarim say A, but life is B. For some people, the Svarim say A and life is Z. For some, uh, a light, it says Aleph to, to Toph. The divide is that big. For some people, the divide is Aleph to Yud. For some people, the divide is Aleph through Langechah. Everyone has this divide. What it says in the Svarim is, it's good, I can speak about it, but life, my life is different. By him, there wasn't this thing. So he turned to the Bachram and said, why are you laughing? He says, he says it says in Chassidus, <laughs> it says, it says, that there's an Ein Nareich between Ruchlis and Gashmis, and the Ein Nareich between Ruchlis and Gashmis is greater than the Ein Nareich between one and, a, one and a million, between one and a billion, between numbers. Now, he learned in Chassidus that the Ein Nareich, the disproportionality, the Ein Nareich, the bleak bull between Gashmis and Ruchlis is greater than one to infinity of numbers to whatever number one trillion. So he says, oh, so that's the word, that's, what, that's what's going on over here. By him, there wasn't a schism, there wasn't a divide between, between what he learned and what was happening in life. This is ain't, ain't my sir. Unbelievable. Now, the other, I'll tell you another anecdote. So apparently, so the, his, by the night of his Chassidim used to have a minute, Maybe still sometimes they do, by the, by, by when there's a chasana. So the chasana, the, the chasana turns into a fabrengen. So if my, if my son's getting married, so my son's getting married. Sometimes I see this interesting thing that they have, the, they have this, the chasanas go on and, and, uh, until, until at least a shohan, and then they, they, the chasana color also there until at least a shohan. I'm not sure how that works. The point is that, um, so they was fabrengen. It was the night of his son's, this is, so, so this is a, uh, Sholm Ber, Sholm Dave Ber, his son, who is Rabbi Hecht's, Rabbi, Mrs. Hecht's father. Mrs. Hecht's father got married at the Chasana, so he was Fabrengin. So here we have a few excerpts of things that he said by the Fabrengin. To, sh to show you where, to show you where, where the, where are Chassids, where are Tomim. So he said, this is a quote. Bedarf mafke zayn de egen gashmis, su de egen ruchlis. You have to be mafkir. What is maskir in English? 
right? If to give up, you have to relinquish your own gashmias to your own ruchnias. Und die eigene ruchnias to the gashmias von atzveiter. Is that what just happened? You have to relinquish your own gashmias to your ruchnias. Means convert your gashmias into ruchnias, and then convert your ruchnias into another person's gashmi. Means the tachlis of your whole business, your whole life, is to be able to provide a gashmias like a favor. This is what someone says. Whatever brings an ayyamin. This is what. This is what. If you remember, these things were said before. Before they were said. Weiter. Um, he said, and he was hard of hearing. We know from hard of hearing people. So he made a comment to, during the fabreng, and he said, "Ich hear takenit gut. I take it don't hear well. My 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 ear. My hearing is is compromised. Over the Rebbe herich. But the Rebbe, I for the." For the Rebbe's voice, the Rebbe's words, I have, uh, I have no, I have no impairment of hearing. One nekuda, no ham nekuda. This is a famous. This one I saw brought in a few different places. I'm the cancer vaccine. Are they done more This is him by Fabrengen, by his sons Fabrengen. Chaimish Alperovich. So Chaimish Alperovich was the grandfather of Mrs. Hecht. Who's Alperovich? So, Weiter. This one I see is referenced in a few places. This, this is maybe a, like the Mai Havazorid face. Everyone knows that the, the conventional way that we understand, the conventional way that we think about Mahashava Dibra Maise is that person in, where generally you would have said that the, what, which one of these three is, 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 is considered easier to control. We generally say um, first is Maisa, then Dibur, or first Dibur, Maisa, and then Machshav. Machshav is certainly the hardest to control. Comes in Chaimisha with his, their hair, Chaimisha with his, what? With his, with his Pshitos, and says like this, God, listen. He says, Mela, when it comes to your speech and your action, it's very hard to control. It's very hard to be dominating over your speech and your action because speech and action are things that are connected to somebody else. You speak to somebody else, you engage, Mice is connected to somebody else. Dibur and Maise is connected to the Zulas. So therefore, a person can sometimes pull out of you or a, certain, a person can sometimes evoke from you uh, to do the wrong thing or to say the wrong thing, right? Somebody, somebody says something to you, so you spit out the wrong thing or the same thing goes with Maise. Says Rebbe but when it comes to Machshava, Machshava is, 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 is only, it's all about you, it's between you and you. Machshava is not Shaykh to the Zulas, of course you could be thinking about the Zulas, but Machshava is in your, is your mind, it's, it's in your brain. It's not expressed, it's not exposed to the, to the other person, says Rebbe So you're the, you're the sole balabas over your Machshava. So if you're the sole balabas over your machshava and you're not being pulled by another person in, 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 the, in another direction, or you're not being threatened, you're not being, uh, you're not being solicited by somebody else, so you could sit 24 hours a day and think what you're supposed to think. In other words, the, the, the safe space that you have where you could be in complete control without any, obviously, everyone understands, the machshava is being pulled by yourself, by you yourself. But this is, this is the deher, this is the, this is the way that he, this is the way that, a person who learns chassidus came to understand and came to see how, how to do Aveda. This next one is, is a very short part, but to me it's mamish something else. 
First of all, it involves al -Mamisha. so anything that involves al is gold, diamonds, and everything else. So you know al came to Eretz Yisrael. al we have to say al So he came to Eretz Yisrael, and remember, the men, to those of you who have heard, is the ganze kerfuffle that happened. He comes to Eretz Yisrael, he starts fabringing, Siddim start getting nervous, they're getting, they're getting, uh, they're getting bent out of shape, they're, they're getting, uh, you know, rubbed the wrong way, people start writing letters to the, start writing letters to the free Rebbe, what's going on over here, what's this chassid, he speaks like this, he speaks like a sailor, what do you bring to us, what do you send to us, what kind of person is this, he, he was, she was rocking the boat, he was, he came, he came, he, he came to Erzisrael, he sat down with all the Erzisrael, the Shalmis, whatever, all these, all these Tatechna people, people who are, you know, they stuck. From the Levana, and he started telling them what are you doing over here? What do you think you are? You think you're something? You think you're you think you're a person? You think you're whatever language he said, he tore people apart. As they say in today's language, he ripped them new ones. that's a So when he came to Eretz Yisrael, Sarab Chaimisha went to be Makabal Panimim. He went to be Makabal Ponim. Chassid, Zalmeisha came. No, no, no. Chaim Meisha came to be Makabal Zalmeisha. Huh? What? Zalmeisha came to be Makabal. Zalman Meisha came to Eretz Yisrael. And Chaim Meisha went to be Makabal Ponim. As I said, I know there's two Meishas here, but we can, we, can, we, can, we can carry it. So when they came together, listen, it's very short, but you have to understand. Where did Zalmeisha just arrive? Eretz Yisrael. So when Chaim Meisha came to meet him, it's all like this. And if Zalman Meisha turns to him and says, Kum machin do Eretz Yisrael. So flat like a, like a, like a pancake. Kum machin do Eretz Yisrael. You know the board from the Tzemach Tzedek Mach to Eretz Yisrael. They just came to Eretz Yisrael. But you know what Eretz Yisrael, what's Eretz Yisrael? What was Eretz Yisrael? What, what's the matzah, what was the matzah of Eretz Yisrael? What were the chassidim in Eretz Yisrael? What was the hakshama of Eretz Yisrael? What was the fagrevkat? So Zalmeisha turns to Chaim Meish and he says, "Kulam cool, emachil Eretz Yisrael." They just came to Eretz Yisrael. Let's make this Eretz Yisrael. In other words, let's make this Lubavitch. Lomach and Eretz Yisrael Lubavitch. You follow? Zalmeisha said to him when he met him, when he came to meet him, he said, "Let's engage. Like now we're here. The way I came to Eretz Yisrael, let's make it Eretz Yisrael. Let's make it Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael."